There are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Brett screwed Brett. Die, Rocky, die. Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE with new interviews with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Listen now. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is Tuesday Ring of Gambling. Joe House, John Zestremski. And because he was offended, we didn't invite him on the pod just a little under a week ago. Bill Simmons returns after his triumphant return to Boston. Buddy, welcome. How are you? I'm always, I should always be invited. That's, well, just, that's just the way it is. I, I, House, you could correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't BS have an open invite and invites be, himself be on, the on the pod? Hey, I, we're, we're talking gambling today. Do you want to join? Just it's, it's one sentence. He only runs the joint. It's not like it's a mystery, like what time we record and who the producers are and everything. It's not like it's it's new news. He's he's just the effing boss of the whole thing. Yeah, that's fire. That's well, fire. and I think, you know, every time you've come on, you've invited yourself on, which is great. We love when you come on. It's great. It's good for business. It's fun. I didn't know I had to like send a text now. So I was, you well, notice I was wise the last two shows that said, hey, BS, you want to join? Right, you right. Hang? JJ, so, when the three of us start together, here's what we do. We give out winners. That's right. We gave out, we talked Celtics to win the division really, really early. What were they like? Plus 550 at that point? 450, or I believe, back in late February. 450. We talked about Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year, when he was 16 to 1. We have a whole podcast on that Friday about, wait a second, why is he 16 to 1? Why is Jaron Jackson 16 to 1? One of these guys is going to win. Marcus Smart ends up winning. So I, you know, I'm victory lapping a little bit, but I, I think we've had some success together. House, did you cash on Marcus Smart? I did not. Blame the state of New York. That's what I, I do. I blame I, the state of New York. I, I couldn't get, you know, that we don't have here in the District of Columbia enough access either to to everything. I That defensive player of the year bet wasn't up at the odds that the podfather talked us through back then. So I missed out on it also. There's a lot of good opportunity when we get, we should remember this for next year, that 55 to 62 game mark. 
like about two, three fourths of the way through the season, all the narratives kind of become set in stone and they're not necessarily based in any fact or anything. And I think we got to look at that next year because even the most improved player is another one where I think people thought Jodge just had that locked up. And like, I voted for Jordan Poole. I don't know if he's going to win. He did. He, oh, he did make the final three. He's not going to win. But Garland, uh, Garland's a possibility. I don't know. We just, we have this tendency of to just decide what's going to happen. And then there's still like 20 games left and so many different things can change. Yeah. Embiid was a big MVP favorite there I was for a while, say, right? You could have gotten Joker at least three to one or four to one. And now yeah. it looks like he's a given a winning award. Yeah. Which, you know, I think he's going to take shit for that. But the reason he won the award was because his team was so bad. And the reason they're losing to the Warriors is because his team is so bad. It's not anything he's doing, but I wish he wasn't getting thrown out of these playoff games. So I don't like that. Spiking the ball. That was, uh, yeah, that was like, very, take your very loss by a man on the Joker. pickup court. Yeah. That was my move. So what do we think of Memphis, Minnesota? All right. So I'm glad that you brought that up first. I tried to talk house into Minnesota plus games. I tried to talk house into Minnesota to win the series. Game one, he was not biting. He was not mm. in BS. I got yep. a text from House, though, on Sunday. I feel like, buddy, there's been a little about face. Are you buying into my Timberwolves? So just to be clear, JJ made a very good argument when we convened on Friday for why he was I heard going it. with the Timberwolves. And, and I, in that moment, acknowledged all of the very solid points and, and also shared the observation by um, the Memphis uh, uh, religious uh, fanatic Chris Vernon, who who expressed to us, you know, privately some concern about the matchup with Minnesota, and in fact, what what came to pass was exactly the script that JJ kind of described, and exactly the concern that Verno articulated. The thing that let me down in terms of Memphis was the lack of defensive intensity, like 130 points. Now. I, I certainly concede that Anthony Edwards may be on the brink. I very much enjoyed the Bill Simmons, Ryan Rosillo Sunday evening podcast. Listen to that on my whole flight back from the Dominican Republic. If Anthony Edwards is indeed going from one level to a next level, then th th this thing is going to be razor thin, seven games. You know, uh, no team should be favored by, by more than two or three points each game kind of vibe but it's impossible to know that. The thing that I uh, acted upon was just how close this seems to me. What a great matchup it is. Still being able to get the T-Wolves at plus odds, um, and they already ha have taken away home court advantage. I, I had to act on it, so that's what I did Sunday. There's not enough value left right now in the straight up. The value is before game one, so that's gone. So if anything, you might you might as well wait to see if Memphis can win game two. Well, I was going to say, I think the value, if anything, now in the series is on the Grizzlies. It basically even, yep. can you believe Memphis is now, and even, I know the minus 120, but they're basically even money now to just win the series, for goodness sakes. That's crazy. Yeah, on the other hand, the series seems really even. Russell and I laid out, I, I did a whole history lesson on my pod about these seven and eight seeds when they've actually pulled off the upset in round one, if there's any common variables. One of the things was the head-to-head. -head, that if the head-to-head -head is there, that's usually a good sign. That happened with the 2007 Warriors, happened with the 2011 Grizzlies, which are the best kind of doppelganger for this. That from a talent standpoint, they have the pedigree. This isn't like 
you know, this isn't Princeton against Georgetown in 1989, whatever year that was. Like, they have two number one picks and a number two pick, plus a bunch of really good role players and an attitude that they can beat this team. If you're just going best players in the series, gets pretty interesting. It's where it's like Jaws, the best player in the series. You're going Jaw one. What are you going, Cat two? Probably Cat Edwards two, three. I would agree with that. And then Jared Jackson four. And then the role players kind of, so every way you look at it, pretty even, I think the coaching is even. Minnesota has game six at home. That crowd, I thought, was really good um, in the playing game. And in general, like, I, I get nervous when teams, they haven't had the team that they're heading into the playoffs with for, like, how long was Ja out? 16 games? So it was, like, a, basically a little over a month. And then he comes back in, and it seemed like they were deferring to him a little much. I also don't like that they don't hit threes, that it's the wrong series for Adams, and that it seems like Minnesota's just going to be plus seven, plus eight on threes against Memphis every game. I think Minnesota's going to win the series. I just don't know if there's value. I was looking at, like, can you bet them? um, Could you bet them in six, right? Could you do? What would that pay out now, around like three to one? uh, Series total. Maybe they don't even have the series total games. I don't see it on FanDuel. So they probably took that off because they're probably worried Minnesota was going to, Minnesota in six was too common. Minnesota minus one and a half to win the series is plus 152. Yeah. So if you're betting that, that means I'm they're going to win that. in five or yeah. six. I'm that out seems on that. too I risky. I got my plus one and a half. I have my serious price. I'm good. You want to get in? Would you Damn. get that? I'm what already was that? invested. What was that price? I got plus one and a half games at plus 106. And I have them to win that's the great. series at like plus four fifty. Yeah, that's or three fifty. I gotta find that. Hold on. Plus four fifty sounds rich. I think it's yeah, three fifty to be honest. So yeah, I'm checking right now. But 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 either way, you know, hand. some of the the interesting aspects of of tonight are in the first place, um, the the Wolves got a bad game out of Russell. Like bad Russell, game, right? Russell. Russell played great against Memphis this year. He averaged 31 points and like seven rebounds and, you know, over three and a half assists. And he shot, you know, two for 10 or two for 11 and only had 10 well, points. Verno said that was part of the game plan was to try to take him out, but they ended up giving a whole bunch of other stuff. So maybe that won't be the game plan. On the flip side, though, Memphis had the Jaron Jackson foul trouble game. And that's why it's so hard to game to game to understand what you're getting from them because half the games he just gets in foul trouble and then they have to play Adams and this is the wrong series for Adams. I want to see them play Tillman. Like, because if we're talking about do we want to bet on Memphis tonight, I think Tillman should be playing over Adams. I don't know if they've gotten there yet mentally. It's a classic zigzag type of game. Like anytime you have a home team down 1-0, it's usually like an automatic play for me to take yeah. that home team, especially when they're like the favorite going in. Except House, I'm I'm going the other way here because I don't <laughs> like the fact that the line's gone from it's now six and a half, might I add, guys. So we missed that on seven. You didn't. I missed that on seven. It's six and a half. I think Memphis is in I a still dog think that's too high. Wait, that's too high. I see I'm on FanDuel. On FanDuel, I see seven still. Oh, it is still seven. I'm seeing I, the Action Network move to six and a half. So they usually compile a bunch of the uh, Yeah, spreads. on FanDuel at seven, which is what we care about. Because we love FanDuel. Um, <laughs> I want to uh, play the Zag. 
I, I like Memphis. Here's here's what I like. I like that, that uh, line's high though, House. The I'm not playing the line. Is... I'm not I'm not playing that. I'm playing the money line and I'm pairing it with the under. Because Ooh, I think risky. what we're getting, it's a 240 total, which is just insane, right? That's, That's perfectly fine during the regular season. I know they just combined for 247 points. I just think the effort defense-wise that Memphis brings to the table, I think that the refs are going to be disinclined to put Triple J in foul trouble. I think Memphis comes out, plays Fizz. Now, look, they're, they're still going to get close to 240. I, I certainly have no uh, 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 disillusion around the idea that they're going to get to 232, 233. But I just think that this is going to be Memphis knows this is its, its entire season. It, it cannot lose this game. I'm just putting the money line, the Memphis money line. I think that crowd will be great. I think Ja will be great. I think, you know, it's just going to be slightly tighter and I'm not going to lay the seven. Mm. I'm, I like the adjusted line in a couple of these games because I think the seven's too high. I think I think every game in this series should be like three and a half points or less. I don't think there's any way to know who's going to win each game. I think these teams are dead even in these variables of like, is Russell going to go off in this game? Is Jackson going to in foul trouble? Which role guy is going to hit four threes like Beasley did in game one? I'm looking at that. So if you could do the Minnesota plus 10 and a half adjusted on FanDuel, which is minus 194, the Nets are plus 10 and a half minus 320, the adjusted. You put those together, that's dead even. It's minus 102. So hold on so a second. We're getting 10 and a half with the Timberwolves, and we're getting 10 and a half or 7 and a half with Brooklyn. We're getting 10 and a half with the Nets. That's minus 320. Here's why I like that. This Nets team, I find it hard-pressed to see them getting blown out in a must-win game. They have too much offense. And you go back when they, the Kyrie-KD playing together, there's only one game where I think they lost by 12 in the last couple of months, and that was a game where they didn't have Curry or Dragic. What they're going to learn from that game one is we got to go smaller. Um, you know, three guards out there, more offense. Durant's going to be better. I don't know if he's got... I, Durant can't be any think, worse. Let's well, be honest. Everybody he seems to think worse. he's going to have 45. I went to the game. They beat the shit out of him, and they defended him really well. Like, I, I don't think... He's going to magically drop 49 in game two. He'll be better. Well, if they Kyrie's start calling those good. fouls, though, BS, they might call fouls. Those, so, those grabs, those holds, those chips, those could be fouls. Got to be on both sides, though, because Kyrie was doing it, too. Here's my fear for that game. And I'm just going to put this on the record, even though it's a Tuesday. It'd be very easy to just put two fouls on somebody in the first four minutes, right? For the Celtics, the bad guys would be Jalen Brown and Smart. Because having Jalen, Tatum, and Brown... And, uh, and smart out there all together. They could just switch on everything. But now you remove one of those guys. Now the seesaw tilts. And if they, wanna, if they want this series to go seven, JJ, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. We just kind of know how this goes. I just think the Jalen Brown walking off three and a half minutes in the first quarter with two fouls, making the pissed off look. I could just, I'm just worried about it. Just you are putting the, uh, the bad heebie-jeebies in the air immediately, but I'm all about it. I'm all about it. In fact, I'm on FanDuel right now. I just played this alternate parlay that you threw out there. I'm in. I'm sorry. Wow. Oh, you like that one. Okay. I yeah, no, that was an easy sell for me because, listen, you know how I feel about the Timberwolves. I did pick your Celtics to win the series, but I, this is not going to be an easy series. Like, this is well, going to so be a back and side forth for the six, seven being, gamer. The role players on the Celtics were awful. They were really bad. So, so you, usually they are going to play a lot better. 
Yeah, usually you're getting role players at home, especially this team. Their role players have been really good at home the last couple months. They're young guys. They feed off the energy of the crowd. White was an abomination in game one. Um, I don't know if he'll be that bad again. Grant Williams was, you know, one of the best three-point shooters in the league. He was bad. So I'm guessing their supporting cast can be better. But on the other hand, I don't see the Nets playing Drummond. How many minutes, House? Will he play five minutes in game two? Would you play him at all? Oh, you have to play him um, because of the pressure that it puts. Maybe they get some cheap fouls on on Tice and, and you know, they – Horford was so unstoppable. Horford was really the MVP of that game for the Celtics, from my perspective. What he did defensively especially, but he was just such a a modifying force out out there, a a, a calming force, like the the true veteran impact. Um, If you get him in foul trouble too, um, which should be a goal and intention of of the Nets. Um, The thing with the Nets to me that was um, so stark was how stagnant their offense was in the last six minutes of that game, the last eight minutes. It, it honestly reminded me of the old Oklahoma City Thunder games. Yeah, yeah, where you yeah. you would watch right. K, K, uh, Westbrook and, and KD take turns on, on ISO. Uh, they got to get Steph Curry, uh, Seth, Seth. Seth Curry. Seth yeah, they got to get Curry him moving around. Yeah, the ball's got to move. That ankle, He's quirling out right. Well, He's he made a bunch of buckets. Right. I mean, he, he, looked, he, made, he looked better. He, he made a bunch of buckets. He definitely, like, if he can get into his his um, his motion, um, he's he's okay. He's, his shoulders are square, and he hit a bunch at the beginning of the game especially. He looked like he felt pretty comfortable. I understand what you're saying, though, J.J., movement-wise. That's well, what you I know, mean. It's going to be tough for him to get open looks with the way he's hobbling around. The, the ball's got to move. The ball's yeah, got to move. Yeah, the ball's got to move. And that was the thing that jumped out for me just being at the game, not looking at the stats and stuff as as we were watching it. I loved all the shots the Celtics were getting for the first three quarters. They, they they really slowed down. I think they got a little tense. The fourth quarter, they they had a little clogged toilet. First three quarters, it was just open threes and layups and open shots. Whereas the Nets, it was like a lot of long twos. It was a lot of one-on-one. The ball wasn't moving around. And they were making it really hard on Durant. Tatum's ability to switch off Durant and also guard Kyrie was really jarring. That just that he Tatum is just such a good two way player now. It's really, I was, defense, I was just so I mean, impressed a, by him. It, this is by far and away the best defense he's ever played in his career. Oh, right? yeah, the, it's not it's, even close. It's been a whole stretch for him. He put 45 minutes in that game, which is no joke. You know, that like I know their timeouts were a little on, but that that game was really physical and intense. He's he guarded, I think KOC said he guarded Durant on 37 possessions, which is a lot. Think about that. 37 possessions. He's just basically on an island with Durant. So I think there's good matchup stuff for the Celtics, but they have to figure out what to do when, when Brooklyn goes to that sh- that small lineup. When it's Dragic, when it's Curry, when it's Kyrie, Claxton, Durant, that was the lineup that seemed to screw up the Celtics the most, and they couldn't figure out, do we go big against this? Do we play Derek White? Then they put Derek White out there, and he has there in the headlights. So... Hey, that that to me, that's the key matchup for game two. Drogic could play great too. I thought he, he did. had really good minutes for them. Really, Shocking. really good minutes. For well, them. It was like he came out of 2020. I didn't understand it. All I can say is thank God we got two amazing series. Series that honestly feel like, you know, they they, they could be seven uh, gamers, semifinals seven gamers. or, you know, but also more appropriate for later in the playoffs, like not first round level kind of, of yeah, matchups. Agree. Because of the amount of talent that's on the floor for, for these teams. Um, because the other, so many of these other series suck and we have 
But you know, Milwaukee, Chicago sucks. That sucks. is a brutal, brutal series. Phoenix and New Orleans, which is a game that's well, hold on. I'm on Chicago. Are we writing off Chicago in that? Because yes, they, they were kind of yes. lingering in that game. If, if Chicago won two games, I'd be stunned. Yeah, but stunned. I need them to win one game because Milwaukee <laughs> minus one and a half games was my big bet, or minus oh. two and a half. Well, if they if Milwaukee sweeps, you win that bet. You don't. That you don't need Chicago I need Milwaukee to win sweep or Milwaukee Milwaukee Four sweep. Five. Milwaukee That's five. what we need. Yeah. Did you throw in? Was that your parlay that I threw in on Fanduel? The Warrior one with the yes. uh, Bucks. That was I my big that. my big bet. They boosted to plus one forty. Was Warriors to win the series, Bucks to win in four or five. And Thank that, you. They boosted to Fanduel. plus one forty. I played that. I played yeah, that, that was a good one. Thank you. That was a good one. I think they're going to do a. We're going to do a Boston one that I'm going to. Do on Wednesday with Red Sox Celtics. Oh, I'm out. Feel, no, it feels no, like a loser no, coming out, out of the gate. I'm out. Sorry, yeah. buddy. I'm, I'm out. Giving them, I'm well, waving to the Kenbe finger. That's a they bad also. They that's a no for me, dog. That's Wait, a no. can I go a couple big picture gambling strategies? Please. I like getting the points in any Minnesota Memphis game. Do you expect I, I just when feel those, like when that oh, you're giving me, I feel like to, every game should be even. Okay, so when that series goes to Minnesota, what do we think those lines are going to be? Like Minnesota by two and a half? Yeah, and I and honestly, I would like Memphis if I'm getting points, especially if I could do adjusted line. Same thing for Brooklyn-Boston. Like, Brooklyn's getting four, but if you can adjust that, I think every one of those games is going to be tight. There's going to be no games where, unless Robert Williams comes back, and, Bo- and if that happens, Brooklyn's in trouble, which I think he's going to come back for in the 3-4 range. But, um, those teams are so tight. But then I look at who is the the a little too much hype momentum the gamblers are going to get crushed game. It feels like it's the Nuggets game three. Who's taking the Nuggets in game three? Not at all. I mean, I was Not dumb enough person. to take them yesterday. And I knew that game was over. I think it was midway through the second quarter, late second quarter. When Denver went from being like up seven to being down like eight at half, I said, this is cooked. This game is right. so dead. It's like 45-33. So yeah, they're plus two in game three. Just if they're going to win a game, they, but let's be, if they're going to win a game in that series and have a moment in that series, it's game three. Game three, the team that's down 0-2. House, how many times have we gotten absolutely fucked between the eyeballs on that in that scenario? <laughs> that's a, Where we're like, oh, my lifetime. God, sweep. Oh, they, oh they're definitely going to go up 3 nothing, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're just watching in horror as something terrible happens. Yeah. We've known each other 30 years. We're 0 for 30. That's the way I'll put yeah. it. Nice. 30, 30, like 34 years. Yeah. Long yeah, time. I, I would say that that has the highest game three fuck job potential. I also... I'm not against New Orleans potentially having a game where they just put a lot of points on Phoenix. It you know, had to New be Orleans in New Orleans. In game one, I, I thought I was going to get a nice, sneaky backdoor cover. Not to be. Chris Paul had other plans. Yeah, he basically bu- willed them to the cover in like the final three minutes. So I was like, Chris, you could calm down now. Enough. <laughs> right. You could calm down. Well, they took out McCollum. I'm not sure that they're taking out McCollum every game in this series. But yeah, I was minoring that. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. 
but at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. So uh, we have Hawks Heat tonight, too. So I'm glad you brought that up. I wanted to take Atlanta game one. I was worried about the travel. They played a bunch yeah, of that's games a, that's in a, a short death amount spot. of time, so I stayed yeah. away. I think if you're going to take a side, though, tonight, I like Atlanta to come out firing. I think Miami a little overvalued here. You mm. give Atlanta another day. Trey goes off in these games, and I'm getting set. Everybody's betting Miami, and I'm getting seven and a half points. I'm intrigued by the Hawks tonight. I know they play no defense. How do you have to put the over with that for that, that to make sense? So that that's the thing I think I'm more interested in in this is a total. And what I'm really interested in, JJ, um, I know you have it right in front of you, is the Miami first half team total. That's what I think I, I, I'm most inclined to play because we are not going to have a repeat of Trey Young and and Bojan Bogdanovic combining to go one for twenty. And, and combining for a total of, where they go, 18 points total if they got, no, 14 points total. We're not going to have a repeat of that. Those guys are both going to come out. Uh, I, 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 so maybe, 50, 53 and a half is the Atlanta over for the first half. That, that, that's what I like. I, I like that. I mean, I was certainly impressed by the meet, the heat defense. I certainly, uh, you know, they, they, they showed us all of that athleticism that we've seen all year long. They validated why they're the number one seed. They also caught, as you guys both observed, an unbelievable situational spot by getting the Hawks so stupid. off that travel. And a one o'clock game on Sunday. That's right. No less. That's right. That's right. Now that, that, I don't know why Milwaukee, Chicago was in the 1230 and then Atlanta, Miami. Should have been I the think night they game. wanted Chicago stupid. and Giannis in more of a primetime window. That's my yeah, guess because they bury that one o'clock Sunday game when it's not an ABC. They bury it. I didn't like that. I will say this. Bam is like kind of the perfect guy to go against Trey Young. Cause he, you know, he lives like look what he was doing to marketing in that playing game. He's like, oh, please bring bring your slow big guy over so I could torch him. And Bam is the best guy in the league at switching onto a guard, right? And Trey, Trey did nothing in that game. Now, the schedule loss thing I get, but when you don't have the Capella piece, Collins is coming back. They don't really have that big guy that would make you nervous unless Okwangu can, can, uh, I, 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 I like the Miami money line. I have a parlay that I was going to throw at you guys. I think Miami wins that game. I have, uh, I mean, that's fine thinking Miami's going to win. You don't feel good about seven and a half though. No, I, I had the Miami money line, Phoenix money line game two, which is minus 500. Miami money lines minus 330. And then Brooklyn plus 10 and a half minus 310 adjusted. That three-leg parlay is plus 106. So I just I, need Phoenix to win. I need Miami the, to win. I need Brooklyn plus 10 and a half. 
out of those three, who's the most likely to screw that up? See, you Phoenix, know I mean? Phoenix is not losing at home to New Orleans. I would agree. I would agree. And, you know, it makes me a tiny bit nervous to bet against Trey, but I also think Miami is just not being discussed at all. I think it bothers them. Well, you know I'm invested with Miami to win the title. And at yep. the very least, I expect them to get to the conference finals. I know Philly's playing great and they're smoking Toronto right about now. That number and that number alone, I think I got like 12 to 1 from a few weeks ago. BS. Mm. They're going to be, I think, a conference final team. You're not getting a 12 to 1 ticket with anybody else in the conference finals. There's no shot. I'm more and more convinced that Brooklyn Boston is going to be the East Finals. I was so wow. impressed by what so you think. You, so I was so impressed by Boston, what I saw in Brooklyn, person. Either way against the Bucks. Well, that there's the honest piece, but I just think the the intensity, physicality, two way stuff was so superb in that game that I find it hard to believe anyone else in the East except for Milwaukee could play at that level. Maybe Miami Don't has you it worry, though, about that series being an epic classic. It goes seven, and then you have a quick turnaround with a well-rested Milwaukee, Milwaukee. team that's going to smoke Chicago, and they're going to be yeah. like, all right, Giannis is ready to go. He's going to bang in the paint. You're going right. to be shot. That would scare me. That would scare me. Yeah, man, Giannis is scary. What do you think, Kaz? Um, I want to try and talk you guys into a, a play for tonight. Like, I don't want to have to wait. I don't like to just put my money aside. No, House is antsy. I'm, I'm I like very that. Impatient. I'm antsy, too. So you, don't like, you don't like my parlay? I do like it. I'm I playing like it. both. I'm playing we endorse it. both, by But the way. I want it I'm tonight. Ahead. I want some action tonight. And, and it builds off of what we've been talking about. I like that heat money line play. That feels safe enough. They are, you know, across the board. The role players coming to play for Miami is a very good sign for their fortunes through these these playoffs. Well, I one also, other thing on that Miami money line, I thought Cleveland sh- probably should have beaten Atlanta on Friday night. There was, they were up like 10, 12, 13 for a while. And there was like four or five calls. I had no dog in this game. I didn't even bet the game. It felt like Cleveland got fucked on every single call in that game. Stuff like flagrants. Well, and that the game just dramatically turned. Like you said, it yeah. went from like Cleveland being up comfortably Snap of a finger, all of a sudden it was like a tie game and you knew Trey was going to take over. And then Bickerstaff, I thought, was just in a coma with the Trey stuff. Like, just trap him. Just yeah. trap him. You need to get That's the ball it. out of his Trace, hands. Trap him. He needs to get rid of the ball. And they, they were guarding him like it was 1988. So I guess my point is, I'm not sure how good this Atlanta team is. They look good against Cleveland in the playing game and people are like, Atlanta, look out. 2021 again. And it's like, with without Capella, I don't see it. I think Miami... I'd be really surprised if Miami lost game two. We're in agreement on that. I'm not going to lay the points, though. That, that's the only no, I thing. No, I'm talking money line. Money yeah. line, okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's one leg of what I'd like to propose for tonight. And then yep. I, I, I like Memphis winning outright tonight. Now, I'm not asking anybody. I We're in agreement that mm. I'm not prepared to lay any points. I just think, you know, over the course of the season, they demonstrated themselves to be resilient. They're young guys. They'll all be able to just take that experience, that that sour taste in their mouths from Saturday, turn that into extra effort tonight. And all I'm asking for is a money line play on Memphis. I'm not trying to get cute with it. You don't have to join me. I already played the parlay of Memphis money line plus the under, but I'm not saying that you guys have to join me on that. I'm just saying I like the heat money line, the Memphis mm. money line, and then Phoenix added an adjusted price of seven and a half. Oh, you only have to lay seven and a half. I don't want to lay Phoenix at double digits. It's just not, you know, that it opens it up to a backdoor cover. But if you lay seven and a half, 
that parlay pays off at plus 196. You get almost two to one odds on on Phoenix minus seven and a half, Memphis money line, Heat money line. That's What's the for point tonight. of the seven and a half. Why, why, like, why wouldn't you go lower to? I don't it's just know, the price. Go. It's only minus 150. Because you want to get close to two to one. Yeah, that's, that's all. That's I Here, Here's it. my problem with that, though, House. Let me hear These it. favorites have been winning outright like crazy. They're 15 in Minnesota. I, I just have two. a weird feeling one of these favorites goes down hard tonight. Like outright. Like, like the idea is how many three-teamers are going to be thrown in tonight? Miami, Memphis, Phoenix. 100% that's going to be everybody's right. three-teamer tonight. Yep. I'm not saying we... Uh, to, to, I'm not uh, allocating a lot of money to tonight's card, just to be clear. J- JJ, I did a little alternative spread with the uh, with the Sixers last night. I had them at minus 11 and a half. I jacked it up. Oh, that was a good call. You know, yeah. I, I, I hey, like... Can Philly, I make my... I, so we oh, were talking up Toronto before the series, full disclosure. We were all in on Toronto. The minute Barnes goes down in that series, yeah. that's it. It's over. They're cooked. They're yeah. cooked. So here's my take on Philly, just to watch for future games. I think they're the classic front runner playoff team. Yes. Where if they have an advantage and they're going to win, they're, put it this way. When they're up 15, that team's fucking awesome. Like it, that's a team like all of a sudden Harden's really feeling it. Guys are making threes. And I think when they're the superior team and they know it, you want to bet that team, they'll run it up. They're not going to relax. They'll go the other way. And that was why I like the adjusted line last night. I think just in general, I like their run-it-up potential against these bad teams. This is the last series they're going to play where they're clearly superior. So I'm just having, I'm marking that one down. Having said all of that, let me let me tell you guys a play that I have in mind. I want to play Toronto on the money line and and take the points uh, tomorrow night. At, wow, at we're going down with the ship. I don't hate it, House, because wow. if you're going to get an effort out of the Raptors, it would be tomorrow night. And I, and I honestly was super impressed by how hard they played. They had many opportunities to roll over last night. They were down 27 going into the fourth quarter, and they just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. And so Philly had to put. Harden and Embiid back in, and they did not want to put uh, Embiid and Harden back in last night. I, I just think, you know, um, Toronto has a, just a bunch of guys. You know, they just keep coming and coming. Van Vliet hasn't really had his breakout game yet. Siakam's been fine. He's he's credible. I don't, I don't mind what Siakam's been doing. I just think that Toronto crowd, plus I think they're going to get a favorable whistle. I think they're going to be, you know, Embiid's not going to be at the free throw line 25 times. So I just like, you know, the idea of a little bit of plus odds on, on Toronto. It's first home game. You know, it's interesting. They only played Tybal 10 minutes in that game. It was like Doc knows he's not going to have him for three and four. So let's he get used really, to not playing without him, you know. He played Danny Green 38 minutes in that game, which is nuts. They had, they put, they, the starters were 39, 38, 37, 41, and 41. So I guess that's just going to be the strategy for those Toronto games. But, you know, with Embiid, the problem for them is if he gets in foul trouble, if the, like we talked about earlier about how mysteriously sometimes with the NBA, it's the wrong guy will get two fouls five minutes in the game. Embiid would be another candidate, right? Oh, for just, sure. Just for slap sure. two House, on him. You if you want that series to drag, slap, plus slap two on him. Yeah. Lift it on it. Plus That's all. It's tomorrow. just plus Raptors. odds. I, I like the idea of catching a little I, uh, action on it. I am staying away from Toronto because they already um, – have greased the skids for me to be very <laughs> barely break even thanks to uh, how bad they've been. I have all the other all the other things I like they're going to win it looks like and then the Toronto thing murder me. So JJ 
Phoenix minus two and a half is minus three twenty tonight. Okay. So if you're betting that, you're just saying this game will not come down to the last possession. The ideal lane three twenty though. I gotta tie it in with something. What are you well, putting it with, BS? Miami minus three thirty. So we get those two. Now I'm at minus one forty one. That's far more doable. I don't love minus one forty one on a parlay, but it's doable. But, but then we could get super frisky with the third game. I want to bump Minnesota up. That's what I want to do. That's how I feel too. How, we can't get house there, unfortunately. I know house yeah. wants Memphis. I don't. And, and listen, gun to my head, I think Memphis probably wins the game. They should win the game. I just think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be super tight. And the public's all over Memphis, too, which I love. So I can go against the public and stick with my dogs, the Timberwolves. That's my squad. They've been good to me. So we could bump the Minnesota line to plus 15 and a half, which is minus 385. And that would still pay us plus 115 on the parlay. Phoenix minus two and a half. Miami money line. Minnesota plus 15 and a half, minus 385. Oh, I'm plus- in. Plus one fifteen total house. I okay, come on house. I'll, I'll join that. And then the only thing that's going to happen to us tonight is, is Trey Young says to us, "Fuck your bank account. I can take that bankroll and stick it right up your ass. It'll be a Trey Young game." But you know what? I'm willing to. That's worth the entertainment value because if we get a classic Trey Young game in Miami, he may he takes a whole other fan base, makes them yeah. mad at him. He struts all around that joint. Let's worth it. So yeah, let's. I like this. Let's roll, baby. Let's make that the family play. That is the family. So Phoenix minus two and a half. Yeah. Minnesota up to fifteen and a half. Yeah. And Miami flat out just to win. Minus three thirty. So that the total is plus one fifteen. Okay. Let's go. That's all right. That's, that's a our nice family parlay. Evening. I have more business for you. As you know, I like to come on with a great future bet that I feel like the odds are way off on. Oh, I think I know. Is it an individual series or are we talking more long-term? It's an NBA draft bet. Oh, I didn't expect Ooh. this. Okay. Okay. You probably haven't looked at the odds. I have not. Nor have I. House, who do you think is favored to be the number one pick? The kid from Auburn? JJ, what do you think? Chet Holmgren. No. All right, so... House thinks Jabari Smith. JJ thinks Chet Holmgren. Because of House. the way you phrased that, I think Jabari Smith's too obvious. House, what do you think, if you were right, and then I'll ask JJ the same question. If you're right that Jabari Smith is the favorite to be the number one pick, what do you think the, the juice will be on that bet? It's uh, nothing. It should be close to even. Like it should not. It's not fair to pay big juice in a year like this after what we just watched. I would not lay, you know, I wouldn't even pay minus 120. JJ, if you're correct and it's Chet Holmgren, what do you think the juice is on that bet? Chet Holmgren, minus 115. Okay. So I'm just going to tell you, from a favor stamp, favorite standpoint, Jabari is the favorite. Okay. Chet is second. Paolo is third. So I'm going to ask House again. What do you think the odds are for those three? Jabari, Chet, Paolo in that order. What do you think the juice is for all three guys? I'm telling you what I think is fair. So I'm going to say Jabari at minus 118, Chet at plus, uh, you know, w- w- one, 115, and Paolo at, at plus 130. Okay. What do you think, JJ? 
Okay, now that we know Jabari's one, Chet's two, Paolo's three. Hmm. I'm going to say Jabari's at minus 150. I'm going to say Chet plus 190. Paolo's yep. going to be like seven to one, six to one. So Paolo's plus 270. Ooh, oh, I thought, okay. Chet is plus 210. Jabari is plus 105. Oh, Whoa. okay. That makes sense. Okay. That's so fair. Vegas has no idea. That's what they're telling you right now. With those <laughs> they have no idea. I think it's going to be Jabari. And I think today, what's today's date? April 19th is our last day where we're getting plus odds on Jabari. So you think that will pick. drastically change when we get to the combine and whatnot? What? And Jabari ends up being what? Like minus 150, 160? I think he would be like minus 300 by the beginning Whoa. of June. I do. So let's pounce now. That's that's why I bring it up. Now, that's I, one I, I could actually legally bet on. I'm, like, yeah, I, I, I'm not allowed to bet on the NBA awards. I am allowed to bet on this. I think Jabari, I think the guys, the people that we have at the ringer um, seem to feel like he's probably going to go first. League Intel, a lot of people think he's going to go first. I'm going to talk about it with Jonathan Sharks on my podcast later today. Um, I think when they break down the games and they look at how bad his guards were and what it would potentially be like for him to be with like a real point guard and a real offense, I just think he's going first. And those odds, plus 105 is a bargain. He should go first. That's my case. I mean, after watching him and after watching Holmgren in college, like I thought it was pretty obvious. But the way you phrased it, I actually thought you were trying to give us a little bit of a trick question. Truth be told. What the interesting one is Jaden Ivey's 30 to 1. No way. After what I saw against St. Peter's, hard pass. 31 pet. seems high. He got disrupted by St. Peter's. What's going to happen when he's facing, you know, legit NBA dogs? And Patrick Beverly's in his face. Man, some people no think he could be the number two pick. No, some some no people way. can take this upside down thumb that I have. I'm showing the screen right now and stick <laughs> it right up their ass. It, they could put it 300 to one. JJ, did, uh, did the Golden State beat the hell out of Jokic and the Jets? change your opinion on the Western Finals. They're plus 250 right now. Uh, I'm still sticking with Phoenix. I, I think it's Phoenix year. I think it's their time. I think we might get, though, a reduced Phoenix price if Golden State continues to look like this. If Clay is cooking and Poole is cooking and Draymond looks healthy. I mean, and, but guys, betting against the Warriors is, is insufferable. Like yesterday when I got Curry Doing yeah. a little shimmy. I like wanted. I, ugh, it's sickening. You sickening. did it. They are a All terrible you did, team to bet against. You played a zag, and I don't disrespect you playing a zag. It's just that Denver stinks. They're so yeah, bad. Yeah. But, and I was banking on the fact that they were going to get something out of Murray, which was a big mistake on my part. A few weeks ago, I was like talking up Denver, and then going into this series, I was like, nah. No it's way. not your fault. You, you, you know, it was reasonable uh, based on the reports, the news that it was out there. I have another bet for you guys. It's a futures bet based on the Warriors. Can we go through the what you think the finals MVP odds are for the best Warriors? Oh, this is a, this will be good. Let's hear it. It's got to be Kurt. What is it going to be? Curry, Thompson, Cool, Green. Yeah. So, what do you think the Curry finals MVP odds are? House. I don't care. I want to bet Pool. I don't want to bet we're, Curry. We're we're hold that a, thought. We're working not toward get pool. any value on it. So, what do you think Curry's odds are? I don't know. Nine to one, 12 to one. JJ? Eight to one. Seven to one. <laughs> what do you think Draymond Green's odds are? That's more fun. 15 50 to, to one. 50 to one. 50. Wow. JJ's oh. closer. 41 to He's one. He's right because I, I'm not thinking, I'm just thinking about 
Um, yeah, you're thinking that they're actually up. in the finals. I'm right. like combining no, you're getting right. there you're right. and yeah. the player. Yeah, yeah. 40 is right. Down. 40 is right. 40 is right. 41 to 1. Yeah, that makes sense. Who has better finals MVP ads, Clay Thompson or Jordan Poole? House? Jordan Poole. Jo- a thousand percent Jordan Poole. Same odds. Okay. <laughs> 55 to 1. That's Which leads me to my question. Jordan Poole, 55 to 1? Like, I kind of... Little tasty. Put a little hot sauce on that one. If the Warriors get to the finals and they win the finals, they're gonna want to give that award to Curry. What if Jordan Poole hits like thirty-eight threes? What if he hits like thirty-eight threes in six games? What if he's just the best part of the? I don't know. I I see your logic, JJ, but the Jordan Poole fifty-five to one thing. House, when I brought this up, House got a big Jordan Poole boner. I saw it. Well, just just because you can see it under the table, just because he's the catalyst now, you know, you see the whole team um, and, and it was very helpful having Draymond with the mic last night and, and hearing the way that 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 team is building off of his energy, propping him up. And he yeah. really is a catalyst for that team. He really is the stir that's the, the straw that stirs the drink. I know I could say it. Yeah. I knew I could get it out. Nice. Uh, a little Reggie Jackson reference. Well done. <laughs> But if that's if we get there, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead. That's worth that's worth ten dollars at least. I mean, that's the price of a sandwich. That's worth a ten dollar bet. The only other one I noticed with the Finals MVP is Tatum's ten to one, but the Celtics are eight to one, and I just don't see a world where he's not the MVP. He's the most important guy in the team, and if they if they somehow miraculously manage to win the title. There's a little value but it, there, but it's not it a lot. Worth the difference it's not a there? lot of value. It's a little value. That's, that, that's what I mean. Like at that point, I'm just taking the Celtics to win. I don't want to get cute. Eight to one, ten to one. What's the difference between Nets and and Kevin Durant? Oh, interesting. Or so Nets, Nets are, and Kyrie. Nets are fourteen to one to win the title. Kyrie is sixty to one. They're never giving it to Kyrie. Dur- Durant is eighteen to one. <laughs> Could Durant's you imagine that finals MVP speech? Oh, my God. I got to say, that is weird that KD's odds are so much better than Kyrie's odds. Because to me, like, I I think they're 1A and 1B. Well, that. Kyrie say, was unstoppable yeah. against your team. You yeah. said Kyrie. freaking stoppable. Kyrie is 60 to 1? 60 to 1. And he'll tell you to fuck <laughs> off after you bet it. I mean, did, gonna... did he tell you to fuck off, by the way? Did he no, get he's... in your face? Somebody in our section, though, there's a kid three rows in front of us who's yelling at him. And Kyrie turned and said, fuck off, bitch. And the whole <laughs> section exploded. Uh, Everyone so was much so for excited. that inner zen and that inner peace that he is, right. being, you know, proclaiming. He's a great so much, villain. So much for that. He's a it's great, great villain. I love it. I, you know, I got to say, Rissell and I talked about it. I, I, I really think it backfired. I think he feeds off it. Oh, certain he does. guys, certain Without guys are just like they're like, bring it on! You're making me mad. Now I'm really gonna make you pay. Like you want like kind of uninvested Kyrie. Yeah, I like the odds on whatever totals when we roll into Barclays, roll into Brooklyn. You know, they'll do points, rebounds, and assists for him. I like the under. I like him to go off twice in Boston and then play the under on his um, point, rebound, assist prop. That prop for his first game back in Brooklyn. He doesn't get the same uh, rev at home, I don't think. Well, And you also are, get better performances out of the role players probably in Brooklyn, too. Agreed, agreed. Are we doing this on Friday? I can't remember. Yes, we are doing this on Friday. Because so I'm, I'm throwing the invite out now. Are you in or are you thank out? Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Um, here's the thing on Friday. 
Do not sleep on the number of Boston fans that will be at that game. Oh, my goodness. I would say it'll be 40% Celtic fans. I'm I not think kidding. it'll be, yeah, I would say between 35 and 45%. So Brooklyn, quote unquote, going home. They we'll don't see have if a that actually matters. No, it, no. It's not the garden. They have no home court advantage. Yeah. One thing before we say goodbye. Can we get invested on the map? Oh, is there any chance Luca comes back and plays in this series? I'm so mad I didn't bet them for the series yesterday. I did, I did a straight up bet. I had him yesterday Think, as well. Did not bet. God, the, for the series, that was just. I told you guys on Sunday, I bet them at plus 525 to win the series. That was really smart. Now I, now the maps are still you plus 220. That, did you make that bet banking on the fact that you're getting Luca back? Or did you it, just take it as an anti-jazz play? Both. It was worth that price to speculate on Luca coming back. Even if he comes back game five, I've had a reasonable confidence about Dallas's prospects last night. I bet him on the money line and, and, and getting the points. Um, and now that, that, you know, they've, uh, they, they, they grab back, um, you know, that they, they've, I know that, that, uh, the jazz still have home court, but they're, they have a good home court. Like they their do, home they court have matters. a very good home court. Um, but if, if there's any possibility that we can get Luca for game five or game six, then that was worth it to me. I have a first take point. This this point would make me eligible to be on that show. Hey, Donovan Mitchell, you're supposed to be <laughs> one of the best 12 guys in the league, best 15 guys in the league, whatever the list is. You're not one of the top seven or eight, but you're right on that next list. Why don't you guard Jalen Brunson? The guy's killing you. Conley was playing hurt. He couldn't stay in front of him. Where are you? Like, fucking Jason Tatum's out there guarding Kevin Durant and Kyrie and guarding everybody on the Nets. You, Donovan Mitchell, you're supposed to be on this list with Devin Booker and Tatum and all these dudes. Where were you as Jalen Brunson's running amok? You want to tell me for four quarters, fine. Yeah, at the end where of the were game, you? I, I agree with that. I agree with that. This is now mano a mano. You're a guard. He's a guard. Fucking guard him. This Why are you guarding team. Spencer Dinwiddie? They don't they're like so each other. Soft, dude. They don't, they I, just don't I'm like so each other. I'm so out on this jazz team. They're so out, out on each on other. That. We watch it. We keep watching it. And and they they just don't play like they, they love each other. That's all. So it's worth a little bit of value to jump on Dallas. They're the longtime married couple that just has no problem taking a shit with the door open in front of each other anymore. <laughs> That's the jazz. <laughs> that is some analogy. That yeah. is something. That's I don't think we're going to do any better than that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I was, I was workshopping that in the plane last night. All right, we got to go. Stefan, so so we, we kept parlay, him 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Suns, Heat, Timberwolves, plus the points. Suns, well, no. Suns minus two and a half, Miami money line, Minnesota plus 15 and a half is a plus 115 parlay. That is our family parlay. Let's Lock go. it up. All I right. like Great it. Great to see you. I'll see you guys thanks on Friday. Thanks for joining us. We're back on Friday. House, Simmons, JJ out. Say, everybody. Thanks, Stefan. And of course, Stefan. Stefan's my guy. Always Stefan. Always. Look at you. Always.